starting a new series. It is called How to Ruin Your Life. I don't know what to tell you. I hope that at the end of this four weeks, you will know how to totally and utterly screw up your life. That is, that is the aim of the next four weeks. I'm excited. So what I want you to do is uh, you're just going to have 90 seconds to get into a little group of four people and tell each other what is the worst advice you've ever been given. The worst advice. Alrighty, who here has ever been given some really bad advice? I know I have. Oh, wow, you guys are lucky. Only a few of us have had bad advice. That's good. Good on ya. I'm glad you all get great advice from everybody you ever speak to. That's, that's really good. Alrighty, let's wrap it up. Alright, so look, obviously, I know I'm not fooling anybody. This series isn't really going to be about ruining your life necessarily. Well, but it kind of is because if you don't pay attention to the advice in this series, then you might ruin your life. So it kind of is depending on how you listen to it. But the truth is that I want to help lead people to a life of success and a life that was worth living. That's why we run this youth group. That's why we're stoked that you are here. So for the next few weeks, I'm going to talk about a few topics that I hope are going to help you be a little bit wiser. Because I would go so far as to say that if you could learn how to live your life wisely, your entire life would change for the better. I mean... But we're suspicious of claims like that, aren't we, really? We, I don't think you could really believe that on, on face value. You couldn't really pretend that it would be that easy. We all know it's going to be a little bit harder than just do a few things and your whole life changes for the better. Although I do think it's true. I think that if we could learn to live our lives a little wiser, our whole lives would get better. But it's not going to be quite that easy. Because like a statement that ends in your entire life will be better, it's a bit like clickbait, really, isn't it? 
you know, clickbaiting. It's like internet videos. When they have, uh, they have titles, you know the titles, right? They have titles like, he walked up to her with a bag of cheeseburgers and you won't believe what happened next. <laughs> or she tried this one simple solution and her entire life changed. Or maybe, maybe the one we all know the best, six tips to finding the perfect girlfriend. Number three will shock you. We all know the clickbait titles, don't we? So here we go, here we go. Week number one, four tips to be wiser. Number four will blow you away. So number one, number one, first tip is to cut out the wisdom clickbait. And I did realize there's one issue with this. I want to be very clear. This message is not the wisdom clickbait. You should leave this in. Don't cut this out. But cut out other wisdom clickbait. Because clickbait is all around us, right? And nine times out of ten, when it says you won't believe this, it's right. We don't believe it. And it's an article full of rubbish, isn't it? That's pretty much what we find. Wisdom doesn't promise an automatically fulfilled life. In fact, it promises the opposite. It tells us when in life is going to be hard work and it tells us when we're going to have to make some difficult decisions. Wisdom isn't a BuzzFeed article about how to get your life straight in five easy steps. It's a day-to-day struggle. And wisdom is definitely not a life hack. We've all come across life hacks on the internet, surely. In case you haven't, I found just the absolute best life hack I could find on YouTube this week. So let's take a look at this incredible time-saving. Life hacks, life hacks. See, see, I only, I only bring you guys the absolute best content. So life hacks are these supposedly simple solutions that are supposed to add time to our lives or give us quicker ways to get things done. Wisdom is also not a life hack. Wisdom will always fail you if you treat it like one. And here's what I mean. Wisdom is not short, deep-sounding pieces of advice. That's not what wisdom is. And in fact, wisdom, I think sometimes we think it's about other people and how we present to other people. But the truth is that wisdom isn't about other people. It's, um, it's not about giving good advice to other people. Although if you make a habit of living your life wisely, people might come to you for advice. That's not what it is. Wisdom is firstly about you and the decisions that you make and where you choose to get advice from. A wise person isn't someone who can spit out rehearsed, feel-good advice. It's someone who is actively and currently living their life wisely.
And living wisely is a choice that has to be made continually. And therefore, wisdom must be something that you actually want to have in your life. But what do I mean about that? Surely, like, you know, you hear the word, we all go like, well, we want to be wise one day. Like when we're old and gray like dad, like then we want to be, we want to be wise, right? But there's a thing about wisdom. And here's tip number two, that really, if you want to live your life wisely, you're going to have to pay the price to live your life wisely. This is the hard part of wisdom. If you think that wisdom is free, then it will always fail you. Wisdom's always bought with a price. Sometimes we get wisdom through our own blood, sweat and tears. But sometimes we can get wisdom because of somebody else's blood, sweat and tears. Wisdom is paid for by experience and it can either be paid for by your own experience or it can be paid for by somebody else's experience. And the Bible suggests the obviously better option here. Whoever walks with the wise gains wisdom, but if all your friends are fools, then you suffer great harm. See, if you find those who have already paid for their wisdom, who've already experienced the kind of things that you are going through, you won't have to pay for it yourself. But if you think that your friends, the people that you're sitting with right now, who are in the same boat as you, will have all of the wisdom that you need, then I'm telling you, you are on a path to paying for the wisdom yourself. Because unfortunately, we don't get wisdom from our friends. And I look to other people for wisdom too, for the same reason. The youth and the older people who are supporting you have already faced a bunch of the situations that you'll experience and know how to navigate life a little bit better than you, hopefully. But friends are often just as clueless as we are. In order to gain wisdom, you must walk with the wise and ask them to coach you in life and be willing to make changes based off that wisdom. So in the next 90 seconds, I want you to talk in your little groups about who exactly is it that you ask for advice at the moment. If you came up against something and said, I need advice about this, who would you go to?
Alrighty, let's bring it back in. Hopefully you all have great people to go to, to get a bit of wisdom when you need it. Wisdom like it's time to be quiet and listen to me again. That's the kind of wisdom we're talking about. Okay, so number three tip. Number three tip to live your life wisely is make wisdom a way of life. If you really want to see wisdom fail in your life, only think of wisdom as knowing more or better than other people. Just because you know a lot doesn't make you wise. If you really want to see wisdom get a hold of your life, you have to have a relationship in your life with wisdom. And now that sounds, that, that sounds a bit weird, but I'm going somewhere with this, so stay with me. Uh, there's this passage in the Bible where a father sort of creatively describes what wisdom is like to his son. And this is what it says. Blessed is the one who finds wisdom and the one who gets understanding. For the gain from her is better than gain from silver and her profit better than gold. She's more precious than jewels and nothing you desire can compare with her. Long life is in her right hand. In her left hand are riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who lay hold of her. Those who hold her fast are called blessed. See, in this creative explanation of wisdom, the father wants his son to think of wisdom as his wife. Now, that's a bit weird again, but stay with me. Because you see, the thing is, when you're married, your whole life revolves around the person that you're married to. Every decision you make doesn't just affect you, it affects the other person in the marriage. So when you're married to wisdom in your life, every decision you make requires wisdom to weigh in. Wise spouses don't move somewhere, change jobs, or even choose what to have for dinner by themselves. That's what a relationship with wisdom looks like. It's you inviting wisdom into every aspect of your life. And if you want some great Bible reading this week, if that's your thing, I encourage you to hit up Proverbs 3 because I'm very confident you could read that every single day this week and you would get gold out of it every single day. All right, we're on to our fourth and final tip. It's the one that will shock you as per the title of the message. And it's this. Fourth tip for wisdom, think bigger. So like, let's, let's be honest. Let's be honest. High school students don't typically think about their life in the grand scheme of things. Most are focusing on what happened yesterday and today and maybe tomorrow or the weekend at the furthest. But another little piece of wisdom from the Bible reminds us to remember that God made you for more. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears a little while and then vanishes. You're here now, but where will you be tomorrow? See, real wisdom will always guide us away from small thinking about our lives. And it'll urge us to think and act more wisely today so that we can have a better tomorrow. The decisions that you make today, the voices that you listen to, the paths that you choose are defining your future, whether you like it or not. Are you headed where you want to be heading at the moment?
So one last thought. That's, that's four tips on how to live your life more wisely. And we've got some more specific stuff coming next week. We've got a great message ready for you. It's called How to Start a Fire with Your Phone. We're going back to Boy Scouts. It's going to be great. But uh, it's not about uh, Samsung Note 9s either. Uh, there's a little ripple of laughter from the leaders. That's good. So one, one last thought tonight. Because I know that there are a lot of different people in the room. So I've used a lot of wisdom from the Bible in my message tonight. And for some of you who are traveling with God already, that seems obvious, like you're fine with that. But I know that not everybody who's here tonight is going to be in the same place with faith as those of us who just like jump on board with what's in the Bible. And I'm stoked that you're here. And for me, I think it's such a privilege that I get to share with you what I have found in life. And this is what I've found. There's plenty of what us church folks would call, would call worldly wisdom out there for you to go and find. And you should go and find that. You should go and, and, and in a lot of cases, you should go and listen to that. But the reason that I go back to the Bible and I hold that wisdom a little bit higher than all of the other wisdom that I can find in the world, and the reason that this youth group exists is to let you know that there's more to life than just what you find in good advice from other people. I believe there's a God who believes in you, who wants to help you have a life well lived and loves you no matter what. I don't want a single person to leave tonight with the wrong idea, thinking that the moral of tonight's message was just make sure you find good advice. The key here for me is that the wisdom that God gives and a life lived journeying with Him will take you so much further than a life that's limited to just simple worldly wisdom. You see, all of these tips can point back to God and point back to us finding our wisdom from God and getting our purpose from God and getting our vision for life from God. So we're going to continue on this journey, but think bigger. I'm just going to pray real quick and then I'll pass back to the band. Hey, God, I just want to thank you so much that you love us so much and that you want us to live a good life and that you want to give us wisdom and that you bring great people into our lives to give us wisdom and that you give us wisdom in what's written in the Bible. God, I just thank you so much that you have plans that are bigger for us and that we need to think bigger for you. God, we just thank you that your plans are bigger than the exam scores we might have coming, bigger than ATARs, bigger than what's going on in our families, God. We just thank you that a life lived wisely is a life lived with you and according to the advice that you give us. And God, we just thank you that you can take anyone who's done anything, who's in any place, and give them a wise path to move forward on. So God, I just pray that in further discussions tonight in what we read this week. God, I just pray that you would help us to find a wiser path for our hearts and our minds and that we'd be able to honour you and how we live our lives. In your name, amen.